I'll touch on one more aspect of what we were discussing in terms of what CTE exposed you to. It also gave me job readiness. So when you're in high school, you want your own money. So mm-hmm. if you're driving, you can get your own gas. You know, maybe you can stop by the gas station and get a snack before you have to eat whatever your parents are making you. <laughs> like, I relate. What I was able to do because I already had significant job experience. I mean, even though I was on a volunteer rescue squad, I mean, you're doing administrative tasks while you're in the squad, paperwork, you know, etc. And so I had a lot of experience that my peers didn't so I could get a better job. You know, I could do things that were going to help me grow in the future. And that actually leads me to my first job, quote unquote, with Henrico County was an internship. We are developing students for the industry, career technical education, so that they become our replacements. These young people have chosen this opportunity to get a jump start on their career. They'll have a better idea uh, about what they want to do and what they're good at by the time they leave high school. There's some great opportunities for these students that are coming out of the career and technical programs from Henrico County. Hello, hello, and welcome to another edition of Henrico CTE Now. I'm Rashawn Garnett, and with me I have... Mike Roberts. And today we are broadcasting from the administration building, uh, the West Government Campus in Henrico County. Uh, Henrico County, near and dear to my heart. I grew up here, went to Henrico High School and all that stuff, played four years of football. My position, left bench. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) had a good time. Good seats to the games, though, every Friday night, I'm going to tell you that, though, Mike. Uh, But we have another guest for you here, but first, got to remind you, check us out, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and Twitter, all at the handle Henrico CTE. Check out HenricoCTE.com and find out all the awesome classes that we offer your student here inside of Henrico County. That's middle school, that's high school, that's A centers, which is at the high school level as well. But you can sign up in middle school to Absolutely. hold your spot. So uh, we have some very competitive classes. So maybe consider taking that middle school option, right, Mike? You know, get your get yeah. your, Jump get your in. name in the hat early. Get that eighth grade registration. Guarantee your spot. You don't have to compete against the 10th graders when they go to do it. Yeah, our job is to get the message out to you. So, boom, there's the message. There you go. That's now, the message. Do with it. Do with it. Do with it what you will. You're in broadcasting, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> sometimes I like to think I am. <laughs> I pretend like it. <laughs> I play one on TV. All right, Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. <laughs> I'm messing myself up here. You can find the podcast at any, all of the major podcast venues. The majority of the minor ones, we're adding new ones all the time. Yep. And uh, please like and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We've got 80-some episodes, four years of content, lots of great interviews, lots of great guests. Please have a listen and find out more about careers that you're – your student can learn about. Yep, and that's uh, what we're all about. We're all about career exposure, exposure, career exposure, and exploration. Because you can't re- aspire to be something that you don't really don't really know about. So that's what we're all about, getting that information out to you. But now we are going to get to our guest, and uh, she was wonderful enough to allow us to borrow the conference room here. And also- We almost got the official meeting room. (laughs) Almost got the official meeting room. Couldn't work that deal out. That deal fell through. So we have to settle for this way more awesome high-tech room with Mm -hmm. like these big LED screens, and it's looks like it's it asking to me to connect to yeah. uh, 
uh, connect via my Apple devices here too. But uh, today we are talking with Chief of Staff, Kerry Tretino. Welcome to Henrico CTNL. Thank you so much for uh, allowing us to come in, take up a bit of your day. Thank you so much. This is a wonderful break in my day to try to help inspire other Henrico County students to take a, a similar path than mine or maybe a different one, but we end up at the same place. So I'm, I'm very happy to be here and honored that you guys care about my perspective. And uh, Chief of Staff, man, that's a that's a pretty big title. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, if you can, in layman's terms, what does that mean and what does an average day consist of for you? So Chief of Staff in terms of Henrico County, because every Chief of Staff position is a little bit different, yeah. as I have learned uh, through my two and a half, almost three years in this role. My job is to assist the county manager in the day-to-day operations of Henrico County general government specifically. So that looks like a bunch of meetings every day, a lot of phone calls constantly, but we are highly driven to execute the policies outlined by the Board of Supervisors who are responsive to the constituents. So we could work on anything from a big regional project or conversation to handling road projects, new parks, bond referendums, anything that the day brings we're responsible to to handle on on behalf of the board of supervisors that is awesome it sounds like a lot of work sounds like a lot of meetings a lot of teams meetings does the teams thing make it a little bit easier for you these days or would you prefer the the face-to-face we definitely prefer face-to-face uh in our roles you're you're meeting with really high level individuals um some of the conversations are confidential so it's just better to be in person but also after a couple of years of just having online meetings it's nice to see human beings you know with or without masks doesn't matter here we are we're all together yeah that's which is nice yeah nice to see you uh physically instead of through some uh microsoft team screen or Uh, webcam or i'm glad we're getting out of that (laughs) you know it was a little rough for us doing the podcast like that as well we called it the microsoft teams hotline but Mm -hmm. it comes in handy (laughs) (laughs) right every now and then so take us down your career path how'd you end up where you are today you kind of like myself grew up in Henrico county right yes i grew i my parents still live in duncroft okay i have a very interesting Henrico county schools journey if you will so i actually kind of start from when i was in elementary school because i think it's an interesting perspective so At that time in Western Henrico, in the Brooklyn District specifically, population was significantly growing. There's a lot of new developments, new neighborhoods that were being built around my neighborhood. And I actually got redistricted twice oh, and oh, moved wow. schools three or four different times without ever moving my house. <laughs> so I went to Dumbarton Elementary School. Then I went to Echo Lake Elementary School from third to fifth. And I started out at Brooklyn Middle School for sixth and seventh. And then my eighth grade year, I chose to go to Hungry Creek because they literally built that in my neighborhood. I could just walk through Duncroft, Castle Point Park path to get to Hungry Creek. Uh, And then I was supposed to go to Hermitage High School per the district. And I had moved schools so much because of redistricting that they granted me a variance to go to Tucker so I could maintain my friendships and relationships that I had just started regaining the second time from Hungry Creek. So <laughs> yeah. it's an it's an interesting journey. Yeah. Um, but I also attended Hermitage Ace Center. And that really was the beginning of my vision of being a public servant in the county. And so it was winter break. 
I think my sophomore year of high school, and I was cooking hash browns. And I you remember really, it like it was yesterday. I do because this story is very pivotal in my life, and I also love hash browns. Who yeah, doesn't love hash browns? Potatoes are, gr- are great. So good. we love potatoes. Oh my god. Uh, so you got me thinking about carbs. Uh, <laughs> but so I burnt my hand, and oddly enough, it really didn't hurt. I mean, it was blistering. It looked bad. Probably should have sought out some kind of medical care. But I was like, oh, that didn't hurt. I think I'm going to be a firefighter. Like that was really? instantly what I thought. Like I knew that I always wanted to help people. I knew that I wanted to avoid as many tests as possible to maintain my employment, which is the opposite of what firefighters do. They're constantly yeah. maintaining their yeah, certification. It's a lot so of I was to, not <laughs> to stay up to date with them when you're yeah. going down route. Yeah, didn't wasn't informed. Uh, <laughs> was just you know thought that because I had a high tolerance of pain, maybe that was a good a good fit. So I spent the next three or four years totally dedicated to becoming a firefighter. I immediately applied for the EMTB program at Hermitage Tech. I got accepted. That was my first true exposure. Through that, I actually got credentialed. I'm not sure that you can do that now when you're 16, but I was literally 16 or 17, and I was able to become certified and ride on the back of an ambulance as an EMTB. So I took full advantage of that. I decided to start riding with Lakeside Volunteer Rescue Squad. And then I started looking at colleges or what the next steps I needed to take after high school. I sat my parents down on the couch, had a very serious conversation with them about what my career path was going to be. And they had a very serious answer saying, that's fine, but you're going to college. (laughs) So I went to Eastern Kentucky University after a lot of thought into what schools offered the best fire protection administration program. Gotcha. So I still had that goal in in mind, though, which I think is an important point to take away of getting involved in fire in some way. Yes, that's right. I I knew that my parents were right. You know, parents are right most of the time about, (laughs) you know, making sure you have a backup plan. Firefighting is a very heavy physical job. So if I got hurt or something happened, uh, they wanted to make sure that I was going to still have a career after that. So I did all the things that you were supposed to do. I visited the college, I attended a class, I met with professors, and I had gone all the way out to uh, Washington State to participate in an all-females firefighter camp. Yeah, Washington so, State's a far way away from Henrico County, uh, VA. That's, it, yeah, it is. Lots uh, of hours. It is lots of hours. It was a national program where you had to apply and get accepted and they covered everything but your airfare you had to figure out how to get there yeah so i was amongst other young women who had these high aspirations i mean i did it all there was not something fire explorers with henrico county fire when i was still in high school so all of that time all of that time led up to my first 30 minutes in my fire code class in that 30 minutes i threw away four or five years of becoming a firefighter and said, I'm not doing this anymore. This not, no, I'm this not, not doing me. this. I'm not reading these books, taking these <laughs> tests. I thought that's why I was going to be a firefighter. So I took that opportunity, though, to kind of refocus why I originally wanted to be a firefighter, and that was to help people. I really right. had a burning passion. Through my electives at, at Eastern Kentucky University, I realized that I like talking to people. I feel like I'm pretty good at speaking to people and and meeting them where they're at. But I also took a poli-sci, a political science class, and I never knew that government could be a job. 
I never knew didn't that. Know that was a thing? I did. I knew you could be an elected <laughs> official, but for right. some reason it never clicked. Right. Even though I was involved in student government all throughout my career. I mean, I remember at Echo Lake Elementary doing like a little campaign song on the stage there, you know, like vote for me for treasurer. Is there any footage of that? uh, I hope not. I seriously hope not. Hope some of my fellow uh, classmates also aren't listening to find that and resurface it on social media. Oh yeah, I was always heavily involved in that. And in college, I fully embraced it again, became a student senator. And so if it wasn't for that first CTE exposure, if I had not known that there was an opportunity to do that while I was in high school, when I had that first epiphany, right? Even though it didn't turn out exactly how I planned it, it turned out the best way it should have. Yeah. Because I'm still serving the community. And in fact, I was able to use that experience as part of my career growth in the county being an EMTB, riding with Lakeside Rescue Squad actually helped me get a job in the fire department as their first director of administration. Yeah, I was gonna say that. You did actually end up uh, in in fire after all that. So it wasn't a complete way. So how were you able to use some of that that experience to help you in, in that role, you know, with that EMT background? Fire service is an interesting industry. It truly is completely unique. I mean, they have their own laws and regulations about human resources, management, activities within there, or how they get paid and the benefits. They also are not just fire. The majority of the calls for service that are Henrico Fire Department and many others who that have joint emergency medical services are EMS calls. They're, they're medical calls. So because I understood generally, not with any level of detail, understood how the system worked, how that... Yeah call for service then translated to the firehouse or the the volunteer rescue squad i was able to have a little bit more of a head start in terms of my onboarding i wasn't starting completely from scratch but also other areas of experience i had in the county allowed me to be qualified for the job but also personally i felt like it was a very good fit because i had done budget before. I was a budget analyst as my first full-time job in the county. And then having higher level exposure to the board of supervisors, my first time in the manager's office, allowed a macro perspective of how Henrico County works and the processes departments go through to get the resources they need or policies and procedures. But understanding how the business worked how the fire industry actually operates and the needs that they have really stemmed from CTE connecting me with Lakeside Volunteer Rescue Squad. And like, uh, that's that's what it's really all about, right? You know, getting that early experience and then you get that experience, now it's up to you to decide which path you want to take. And that's what we, we get into when we talk about career pathway. That's one of the things we, we stress to the students and the, the parents is you're creating experiences over time that's gonna help you reveal a path that you want to take down over over a set of experiences yeah yeah and so what was is there anything specific that you can nail down that you took with you and you still have with you today something that you brought with it that you can explain teamwork i don't i don't need to think about it teamwork because every scenario that we did even though you took the written test by yourself and you had to show competency and the skills that you were learning you knew that it was not only going to be you, though, when you were on the back of the ambulance or you in the firehouse or you're on scene dealing with an incident. It was all about teamwork and everything that we did 
revolved around supporting each other and supporting ourselves in that space. And that lent itself well in college, helped me understand how to work with a diverse group as well, because one of the really cool things about CTE is that they pull from all different schools across the county. One of my dear friends is in the fire department, Julian, and he and I took the EMT class at the same time, and we both got certified. He is an actual firefighter now, and he is working his way through fire to grow and learn and to be part of their promotional processes. So, but we never went to the same schools. I would have never made that connection with Julian if I had not participated in CTE. When you are exposed to different people, there's always something, it doesn't have to be like-minded. You know, they could be somebody that's completely different to you, but you, you can get together and create a, a friendship that can last for the school year. It could last for a lifetime. You learn something from that person. They learn something from you. Yes, you have the same thing that your goal that you have, that you're taking the EMT class. It's the diversity thing that a lot of people talk about right, right now. You learn something you didn't learn, but you didn't know before. Yeah, you're exposed to With, things that you're not exactly. necessarily exposed to. Different mindsets, different ways of thinking, and different ways of attacking a problem that are all accurate, but just different ways to get to the same. Yeah, same, and then and then when you go back uh, to the uh, answer, the, yeah, when you go back to the, the the CTE programs and what you're explaining, you know that you had something that the teamwork you got that's something that you've taken with you. We hear that over and over again. It's not always teamwork, it's but it's a lot of things that a student will immediately say that this is what I took with me. This is something I learned that has lasted my life up to today. And um, and getting students interested that this is something they should check out and try out. You learned when you got to college, you know, when you first took your first test, <laughs> this is not Maybe where I not. wanted to go. <laughs> We've talked to people that it was like, oh, you know, me and my friend, we both went to school to take accounting. I discovered this is really what I wanted to do. That's what I thought I wanted to do, and that's what I really want to do. Her friend went, no, you know, that's not what I wanted to do, and then moved on to something else. But it's trying out and learning about careers that you're not going to have an opportunity to learn any other way at that age. And all those career paths that you get exposed to, learning the soft skills that we talk about on a regular yeah, basis. Are the key that, that these are the key things that people take with them. If it even if it doesn't turn into where you're and you know, you're putting on the gear and out trudging into the house that's on fire, you're not doing that. But those skills are still with you. And like you said, knowing that and having that experience in the EMT world, it helped you in the future for another career path that you went on. Yeah, it helped her in that uh, administrative position. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. let's get back on your career path. We kind of went off on a tangent there. Oh, no. So that's that's always, that's my job. That's that, to pull, no, push, we, so no, push the money in the other direction. We, we do it. That's how conversation <laughs> goes when you want it to flow naturally. So you're in that position with Enrico Fire. What's next? This job. This job. That is ever-evolving. Yeah, ever-evolving. So... Well, I'll, I'll start from the beginning of my Henrico career because I kind of just skip right to the fire because that's the most tangible. I'll touch on one more aspect of what we were discussing in terms of what CTE exposed you to. It also gave me job readiness. So when you're in high school, you want your own money. So mm-hmm. if you're driving, you can get your own gas. You know, maybe you can stop by the gas station and get a snack before you have to eat whatever your parents are making you. <laughs> like, I relate. What I was able to do because I already had 
significant job experience. I mean, even though I was on a volunteer rescue squad, I mean, you're doing administrative tasks while you're in the squad, paperwork. And so I had a lot of experience that my peers didn't, so I could get a better job. You know, I could do things that were going to help me grow in the future. And that actually leads me to my first job, quote unquote, with Henrico County was an internship. Because I had been exposed at such a young age that if I work really hard, because that's a key component of being successful, is working really hard. Yeah, you got to do the work. You got to work. And so you work really hard and you put in the time that maybe your peers aren't putting into, like over the summer. And so I took that chance again when I was in college. I was a sophomore in college. I had applied to a bunch of internships like for the state of Kentucky, the Commonwealth of Virginia, federal government and politicians. I mean, I still don't even know if they received my applications. It was just <laughs> like, you know, I submitted and I never heard back from anybody. And so I came back here to Hamrico because I would come back on breaks. And I'd been so unsuccessful in, in getting any job related to what I thought my new career path was going to be. Yeah. I was like, oh, I guess I'm just going to work at a daycare, you know, because yeah. I need money. Yeah. So I picked up this full-time job working as like a summer coordinator. And then my mother, as moms do, say, just try one more time. Why don't you reach out to your local elected official? And at that time, it was Mr. Glover. Because I had done state politicians, federal politicians, whoever, right? And I hadn't. I didn't even think about the local level. So I was like, absolutely. I reached out to Mr. Glover. I get a phone call at like 8 a.m. on a Friday. I picked up the phone. It's Mr. Glover. He said, Carrie, I need you to send a resume and a cover letter to this gentleman. That gentleman in 2011 was the finance director of Henrico County, who is Mr. John Vitolkis. Whoa. Full circle. Yeah. Full circle. So that that is how I started, right? And so I sent my resume and my cover letter immediately, okay. right? Yeah. Immediately. And I get a call like an hour later from another 501 number, right? And so it was Mr. Vitolkis, and he asked me a couple questions. The last interview question was, do you know how to use PowerPoint? And I said, yes, I know how to use PowerPoint. Yes, I can do that. He said, great. I need you to come in at 8 a.m. on Monday. And I said, uh, I can absolutely do an internship. However, I've taken a full-time job. I feel as if it's not fair for me to quit on the last note. Because we were starting the camp like that following Monday. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I've, I would feel really terrible giving up that responsibility at the last minute. But I can come in after hours. I can come in before the building opens. But I can maybe only work like an hour or two. There was like a lot of silence on the phone, you know? And know he's that, like, that silence felt like forever for you. I'm right, gonna... right. Because I put myself out there, but then also was yeah. trying to do the respectful thing, yeah, but yeah. No, also coming yeah. off of mm-hmm. a little flaky maybe. But he took a chance on me. He took a chance. So I came in twice a week, an hour before the building opened up so I could get to the Mechanicsville Tuckaway in time. And the first assignment I ever worked on was a tax rate comparison study. So we looked at the 10 largest localities and compared their certain tax rates and utilities fees to ours. Um, And it was the first time that Henrico County had compiled that report because this was something that the Chesapeake area used to put together, but their tax rates weren't showing what I think the elected board wanted uh, that report to show. So we started doing it because it was showing the results that we wanted to promote. (laughs) Um, So that was my first my first ever project in 2011 and then I was able to come back each break until 
I graduated college. They offered me a job as a budget analyst. Before I graduated in 2013, I started in May as a as a budget analyst. A year and a half went by. I applied for a new position in the manager's office. It was a management specialist, but it ended up being kind of an ad hoc special projects manager and community engagement. Uh, I basically did whatever the board of supervisors or John needed at that time, but it wasn't an executive staff member. So then I got offered the job to be the director of administration, which was also a new job. So now I've had two jobs that did not exist. And then my current position is the third job that I have been in for Henrico County that did not exist prior to me filling it, which is being chief of staff. It is the coolest job you can ever have in local government. It is absolutely the coolest so, job. So give me the why behind that. Why do you say it's the coolest job you can have in, in local in local government? Because you get to do everything and anything that the government is doing, which in Henrico County is pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything from protecting people's water quality by expanding our water and sewer to areas that traditionally have septic. And that might not be a sexy topic, but that's going to... But it's an impactful it's, topic. Though. Yes. Very oh. Well, yeah, because, you know, when somebody's moving to Hereco County, they're hoping they're going the, the, the city water versus the, yeah. the septic. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And it protects their water quality. It actually adds value to their home, mm-hmm. which further helps them build equity. And so, yeah, that's that's one topic that I think is just very it's, it's community driven outcomes. But then we're also doing stuff like buying half a mall, tearing it down and building a sports and events center. Yeah. I mean, yep. yeah. so pick it. We, we do everything from local government, Maslow one on one, but we do it to the best of our ability to benefit everybody. And then we're at the top of Maslow. And we're like, what else can we do to further accelerate this county's significance in this state and in the country and make it the best place to work, live, and play, and learn. Well, Henrico County certainly has, uh, they're making their case. So, uh, they, so what she's that. saying is she never does the same thing. <laughs> never does the same Each thing. Day, never it's always thing. something different. Yeah, always <laughs> yeah. something different. Every minute. Yeah. A variety of, uh, of topics. And, and she also mentioned, guys, for, for the breaking the fourth wall here, that she had to put that phone on silent because I'm pretty sure it's probably vibrated a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> so I've actually felt it on the floor. <laughs> I, I felt it on the floor. Oh, so you have it on the floor. Okay. So I now do. you hear it hear vibrating on the floor. But uh, right. let me ask you this. Let's go back to the A-Center. Just describe your A-Center experience for us. You did a, a little bit of a, uh, of it uh, when you were talking about the friends that you made from the different county perspective. But what was that experience like for you? And how can we inspire inspire maybe some other students to give that A-Center program a try? Oh, so much fun. I mean, just the fact that you get to leave your home high school and go to another high school alone is just, it's nice to break the day, right? And you feel empowered because you're one of few. My understanding right. is the A Center still is receiving more applications that they can fill. Yes. And then, you know, hopefully with these expansions. Especially mm-hmm. with EMT. You know? EMT is one of our more popular yeah. uh, programs. Is it? Yeah. Oh, well, that's great to hear. Yes. <laughs> that's that's fantastic. I mean, being an EMT is a great stepping stone for so many things. But back to my experience. So it was just fun breaking the day, going to a different school. Well, the school I was supposed to go to. Um, seeing people <laughs> that I had going, seen previously. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so it was also a different experience because in all my other classes, maybe except for uh, your hard sciences, 
you were taking notes. You were, you know, at that time we didn't, I didn't have all this technology. I'm only 31 and I still didn't have everything that, you know, the kids have in school now, but you got to use your hands. We took trips. We learned how to use actual tools and you were using dummies. You were going to different places to experience it. You wore a uniform Mm -hmm. that was suitable so you could start doing your scenarios. The Henrico Fire Explorers, it was, it was really strongly encouraged that you find some type of exposure in the field to help you build towards um, your test. Because like I said, at that time, you could yeah. take that test yeah. at that age. Do they, did they do the ride-alongs back in? You did ride-along and a hospital round at that time. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so I worked over here a shift or two. I can't exactly remember. There was a certain hour requirement that you had to make for hospital rounds and back of an ambulance yeah, there's, exposure. Yeah, there's still uh, they still do have that requirement as far oh, as like hours oh, right. that you have to okay. get. Um, I knew um, they did the ride-alongs, but the yeah, they do the ride, ride-alongs, and, and they can uh, get that get certified. Yes. Um, oh, that it is a certified, and it's a national EMT. certification. Yep, it's upgraded right. yep. since I first started here. Yep. It went to a national certification instead oh, of a genuine. Oh, yeah. even better. So even yeah. better. State lines and still be good. Yeah. To work. Oh yeah, that's great because then that also helps you kind of get a step ahead if you want to take paramedic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yep. Absolutely. Oh yeah, that's good. So um, more tests. Yeah, more te- right? More tests. Oh man, I was so young and dumb. You don't know what you say when you're younger. So that that was such a different perspective than the normal high school experience, right? You know, you ding, you go to class, you take notes, yeah. you, you know. And so because it was also written and scenario-based tests at the end of it. It was also very interesting, and this is maybe more for the parents that are listening, like my learning style, what worked well and what didn't, and visuals. And so I learned more about myself, maybe not as consciously as I do now as, as a young adult, but I definitely learned that I liked working with my hands or being out in the field, which is a big part of how I try to be as a executive staff member here is being out in the field. Like I want to learn what they're learning because I do better supporting all of our staff if I know what their needs are based on their environment. And that's what you are doing every day in the A Center is you're completely exposed to what those environments are and how you need to react in those situations when you're on the job. Yeah, Carrie, you've done a lot and you're only 31. And that's a lot of experience and a lot of trying new things. Mm-hmm. So what's some advice you can give to students maybe about trying those new things and getting over that fear of the unknown that is the anxiety that accompanies not knowing what you might be getting yourself into? You need to believe in yourself. You need, you need to believe that you are capable of achieving the goal that you set out for yourself. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter necessarily what <laughs> grades you get in school. You, know, you can't fail. You right. Need, you yeah, need to graduate, you, 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 right? You, you for gotta, the students you gotta, listening. You got to cross the stage. Yeah. You got you to get across yeah, the goal line. But you really need to believe in yourself. Almost every job that I have had in Henrico County, I have barely met the minimum qualifications because 
And that's big because a I, lot of people look at these descriptions and they say, oh, I'll never be able to right. do that. Yeah. So therefore, right. they don't even throw their hat in the ring. Right. I mean, there was one job, I believe it was the director of administration, but there was some job where it was like, you know, you need to have X amount of years of experience. And I was like, oh, man. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, I've been an intern. <laughs> I was an intern for like two and a half years, but I did w- real work when I was an intern. Yeah. I didn't want to just be the filing intern. I, I, I yeah. did what I needed to do. I did the grunt work. And then because I put in that effort, I was given opportunities to try new things or to work on a special project as an intern. So I have a blind confidence in myself for the good and the bad that that has caused me in my life. But I knew going into every every situation of those jobs that I was gonna have to prove myself to these other people, yeah. right? Because I knew I was either vetted low or I was only being considered because I was a current county employee, whatever the, f- the fact is, but I went in there believing in myself. And that made it a lot easier when I was in interviews or in difficult situations at work where maybe I felt like the youngest person or the less experienced. But I knew that I was capable of making rational decisions yeah. and contributing to the greater good. And so that's my biggest advice for students is just believe in yourself. I mean, my mom asked me, I don't know if she'll probably listen to this, but (laughs) she asked me. Give me her email. I'll send it to her. Before the, when the director of administration job opened up, I said, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go for that. That seems, I think I can do that. That sounds very exciting as well. Mm -hmm. I was like, are you even qualified? Like, I don't, I'm not sure you should do that one, Carrie, you know? And like, because she didn't, she doesn't see what I do at work every day. It was not that she doesn't believe in her daughter. It was just, she didn't understand the extent of everything that I was involved in, but only you know that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that's my advice. You gotta, gotta believe, kids. You gotta, gotta believe, believe in yourself. Mike, I cut you off. Did you want to say something prior to that question? You know, I don't even remember what it was at the moment. <laughs> that's such a good answer. Though, no, but right? she's. Like, but from what you were just saying, I mean, for same thing for me. It's it's like I always look at it as in when I get there, if I do get there, and there's something I don't know, I'll figure it out. Right. I'm gonna. You know, don't sit there and shortchange yourself because you think, well. I, I, I bet there's something I don't know about this. You know, I don't know if this I mean, this is way over my head. No, just jump in. Jump right? in, yep. You'll figure it out. If it's some training, if it's it's uh, just some skill that you've got that you didn't have before, figure it out. As soon as they tell you you got to do it, figure out how to do it. <laughs> right. Know? I had I had some fears applying for the CTE program. I mean, I remember because there's not there's still there's a movement to get more women involved in the fire service and in mm-hmm. public safety roles. Yeah, I mean, there's just this big movement in general just to get more women involved in in skilled trades, in uh, EMT, and in just non traditional. Especially I with guess. us. Yeah, with us, we are really yes. uh, trying to work to get them in auto body, auto tech. You know, it's not a it's not a boys only sport anymore. Right. And women have been doing clean work in those types well, of fields. some of our star students in, in uh, masonry masonry electricity and now body shop body shop yep. yeah yeah i can't remember the young lady's name miss uh, murphy uh, i call her murphy said <laughs> 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 they're painted up with the guys and yep. she does really really clean wow work. yep i mean an electrician yeah oh yeah oh my wow, gosh that's yeah. a fantastic when we met job. her holy cow and she's uh she's She's gone, she's gone to off, college. She's gone off to college, and she wants to. Was she? She wanted to be an electrical engineer, engineer. or something like that. Yeah. Oh. So she used CTE as a springboard for that. Her name was Izzy. We gotta catch up with Izzy. Izzy, now. Um, Izzy, if you're listening, 
We're always hiring. <laughs> Henrico County wants you back. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's on, incredible. Yeah. Come on home, Izzy. Yeah. yeah. Come on home. We got a good job for you. So, so I remember being intimidated about applying for the program, and then when I got accepted, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I got that. But you still walk in the day, the first day. There were other women. There were other girls in my in my class, but it was largely men and. You know, yeah. burly men. Yeah. And um, I am not. Um, so, you know, it was very intimidating. I will also always remember how anxious I was before I did the scenario test. Written test, not so much. I don't know if you guys have ever had somebody stare at you while you're taking a test. I went to, That's intense. I went to the ACE Center, Chesterfield County, you know, the technical center. So, yeah. Yeah. We had our tests. And then they don't really they're not really supposed to say anything Nothing. to you. So it's no. more so just I'm looking and writing. I'm looking and writing. Just, you're like, what are they writing? What are yeah, they writing? What are they writing? And and it's just, just a high staring, pressure situation. Yeah. You know, and you're any movement that you see, but you can't really be paying attention to them because you have a quote unquote dead person in front of you that you're trying to <laughs> resuscitate. So I was so anxious. But I just knew because of all the training that we put in, and my teacher was having additional sessions, you know, after school yeah. and was encouraging group, we were just so prepared. We were so prepared. That's Me and Julian, um, yeah, a bunch of us passed, and it was a great feeling after, you know, that we had we had all accomplished this together. Yeah, that was a good that was a good memory. Back when you considered signing up for an A Center program to go to the EMT program, mm-hmm. what was there? initial reaction and then after you were done how do they look at it the pro you taking the program there's a lot of apprehensive mm-hmm. apprehension in, from parents when it comes to their students want to do this because unfortunately and i'm sure it was the same way when you were there is this this is a this is a one-way path to not go to college when it that is totally wrong oh, yeah. and when it comes to going to go, I, I wanting mean, to go to so many students oh, who've yeah. done the contrary who taken classes and gone on to become project and, managers down the and line. When we were recruiting, we spoken to students who said, my my parents won't let me sign up because yeah. they said, no, you're going to college. You, you can do both. Yeah. Right. So do what was your mother's absolutely. reaction? Or your parents', yeah, parents reaction. reaction? Yeah. So in retrospect, sitting them down for such a serious, you know, maybe I took it too seriously because <laughs> I think I scared them about what I was going to tell them. But they were shocked, really. So I wasn't a stellar student in high school. You know, I, I was in some advanced classes. I got good grades, but I mean, it's not like I'm Einstein. I particularly, actually don't do very well on standardized tests, if I'm being honest. So, you know, my parents were definitely thinking I was trying to just take an out. To a certain degree, I was, right? Because I told you earlier, I thought you didn't have to take a bunch of tests right. and do math. But that's surprise, the total surprise. wrong scenario. <laughs> they were definitely a little disappointed in the fact that I wasn't seeing my full potential. But if I am anything, I am dedicated. So my parents knew that even though I was just sitting down and trying to tell them what I wanted and that if they were okay with it, that I would move forward. They also knew I was just going to do it anyway. I was going to I was going to try to just do as much as I can to prepare myself to be ready. Yeah. Part of their support for going through the EMT program honestly was to make sure that I did like it. Because it it's a big commitment, right? I yeah. mean, for any job that you're That's honestly a good argument in, to make and it's an argument me and Mike have made on this program actually to give it a shot just to see if you would 
even like that line of work. Yeah, you don't know. And I mean, quite frankly, with EMT, you can do that in so many realms. You don't have to yeah. ride on the back of an ambulance yep. or yep. become a firefighter with that. It can be a stepping stone to going to medical school or mm-hmm. the new Allied Healthcare Specialty Center at Hermitage. You know, all of that can help funnel it. But I mean, my parents wanted to know if I was going to get queasy with blood or that, you know, I, I was able to handle that type of stress under those circumstances. So they really encouraged me to to make sure I fully understood yeah. what I was getting myself into by by picking that career choice. So my parents have always been very, very supportive, right or wrong, whatever I wanted. You know, it was, it's my life to learn and they're gonna protect me from all the dangers that they can, but also allow me the space to see what fits. And that's really their stance on CTE. Plus, I think a little bit selfishly, my mother went to Hermitage and I didn't go to Hermitage. So, so I think there was a little bit like, there. why don't you just go? You should just try try it out. That's another, so. way, another way to get you through uh, Hermitage's door. But let's look at let's look at it from the county perspective. Why are CTE courses important, I guess, to Henrico County as a whole, right? Why is training mm-hmm. Henrico County students in various things like auto body, in EMT, mm-hmm. in veterinary science? Why is that important to the county? We want you to stay in Henrico County. We want you to fully realize your potential and the place that helped you become the person that you are today. So whatever that means to somebody. But, you know, in Henrico County, we have set up actual pipelines of internships through CTE. So we were talking about auto mechanics earlier. We actually have a a pipeline that runs from your CTE program to a division within one of our departments called Central Automotive Maintenance. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh, we've interviewed some of the students. Interviewed a couple of students. Clayton Clayton Furman, he works over there at CAM now. And he's a full-time. It's a beautiful pipeline that you get exposed early on to what your what your government does for you and all the different services, right? Because, I mean, we're not just parks and rec. We're not just libraries. We're not just police. There's other things. We're like a big business, but yeah. we don't make money. Right. You know, we just yeah. pour all the money that you give us as taxpayers back into, into the services, community. Yeah. And so there's career paths for everybody. We literally do hire electrical engineers. We also just hire electricians. Yep. But regardless if you want to work for government or not, we also want the private sector to see the value that CTE empowers our students with, with job readiness, right? So we also want the Altrias of the world and Performance Food Group or CoStar, anybody, to understand how incredibly prepared these students are that are coming from the A centers and are ready to work. Because you can live a good life yeah. in Central Virginia. Oh yes, yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's a nice place to be. I've been here my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! I live in Fredericksburg now. Long story. We won't get into that. Maybe You're coming back. Here, I guess I am coming back <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty soon after I get married here in October. So a little plug there. A little plug there. You. Yeah, send your gifts too. <laughs> Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. Congrats. Thank you so much. Um, hopefully she'll still, she'll still be excited about it this time next year. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's like, hey, why did I marry this guy? No, I'm kidding. I'm calling <laughs> your mom. <laughs> she'll be listening probably. But Carrie, I want to ask you this about soft skills. One of the big things that you said was teamwork. Mm-hmm. Talk about the importance of soft skills and maybe some other soft skills that you maybe developed in CTE and why we should as a county really focus on our students building those soft skills before they come out into the real world, before they come out to be of service in Henrico County. So teamwork really 
builds off of communication skills, right? I mean, you're not just going to sit in a group activity and just stare at each other, right? Like you have to actually communicate with your body, with your mouth, you know, with your actions. So one of the things as you're learning to be an EMT, you have to learn how to communicate to the victim or the individuals involved in the incident or call for service. So you're either having to have very difficult conversations with strangers right off the bat, or you're asking somebody who might be not fully with that reality in that moment, whether it's like substance abuse or they had a concussion, you know, you have to learn how to communicate with all different types of people in all different types of negative and positive situations. And then you're also communicating with your teammates that are helping you with that call for service. John and I use the word we every day. Even if he is not in the room. It's we. (laughs) It's we because him and I are a team every day. He's county manager and I'm chief of staff. We might have separate roles and responsibilities some days, but our job is to provide services to the citizens of Henrico County, the residents of Henrico County. And we can't do that, just us two either. It's the whole team. It's all of Henrico County that puts in that effort. And so through the ACE Center and through the EMT course, I learned how to communicate effectively with multiple different demographics and situations. So if I'm having to have a difficult conversation with a staff person or there's an irate resident about a situation that Henrico County General Government might not have control over, I've learned how to handle those situations or I have the foundation to know what to do in those scenarios when I'm communicating with my body and verbally with residents and staff. So it really all comes down to that one year of me taking a chance in high school, you know, <laughs> shot, and in you. it really is, you know, I, I, I hope people are taking this seriously when I'm saying this, I'm not joking around like that one year literally dictated the rest of my life and I didn't see it. Right. You don't see it when you're 16. Yeah, when you're or, in it, you know, you, yeah. you're just thinking, oh, another class and let's see what happens. Right. And then when I was in college and I decided to completely change everything I was building off of, there was a little bit of fear. Like, what am I doing? Did I just waste nothing? Every year is a building block. So even if the one student who takes a chance on that course, they end up not becoming a firefighter, doesn't mean that that one year didn't impact their whole trajectory. How do you think we can get more parents and students um, excited about career and technical education and the opportunities that are offered uh, uh, by our programs. Definitely reach out. You know, if I can be of assistance to anybody or to have that conversation, I enjoy eating food and drinking coffee. <laughs> so, you know, we can uh, we can do it uh, one day in the mornings or at lunch, but allow the opportunity to explore. So when there's open houses, if you have a question, I'm sure Mr. Beaton is always willing to take a interested perspective phone call. Just take a chance and ask questions. Don't make assumptions about what you think CTE and the ACE centers do. Ask it because I guarantee you there's a fit for your student. And, and we're providing the opportunities for those things to happen. Besides just the kids being able to sign up, we have the where they get to go to the classrooms and yeah. see the classes, meet the teachers, yeah. and ask those questions. Oh. The, and then the parents have an open house that they can do the same thing. So we are, yes, Mac is always available, uh, but also we make the teachers available and the locations so that the parents and the students can get as much information as they need to find out 
out if this is the decision they want to make. And also uh, check out our uh, social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> and TikTok. As we wrap this up. As we wrap this up. <laughs> all at the handle Henrico CTE. Check out HenricoCTE.com to find out all the awesome things we offer your student here inside of Henrico County as part of Henrico County Public Schools as part of Henrico CTE. Mike, tell them where they can find the podcast. You can find the podcast on all of your major and minor podcast venues. Like and subscribe. Don't miss an episode. If you've just tuned in for the very first time, you've got 80-some episodes to catch up on. So start start streaming. Lots lots of binging. And I lots know the popular binging. thing is to release all this, the episodes in the season at one time <laughs> these days, especially with, with what happened with the pandemic. Everybody yep. being at home, having time to watch that. So you got a lot of batch binging that you can And share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. Please share it with your friends. Good info information really you know of course two kids here in Heracle County but I think uh, you know anybody who I think has this a CTE this, program available I think this to is, them I think our program works nationwide it doesn't really matter that we're in Heracle County yeah. the information is is there yeah it's there so good information thank you guys so much for listening I'm Rashawn Gunnett I got Mike Roberts with me thank you so much Carrie for letting us take a part of your day a good hour of your day this has been Heracle CTE now until next time so long everyone